0: hey traders david frost my strategic forecast you're here for another episode of common sense market analysis today is wednesday september 15 2021 we're looking at a daily chart of the spy or spider which is the proxy for the s p 500 let's see what we have on the docket today there's one line on the screen four we're going to revisit that number from earlier in the day it's extremely important I'm going to show you, in fact, you're going to learn something today in terms of how to read the tape. If they're doing a certain thing at a certain time, can you read it a certain way? We're going to go over that later when we review some of the intraday charts. First, we cover what's jumping off the page on the daily chart. The first thing we notice is A, a pretty big up day. B. They stopped underneath or on top of or on the 20-period moving average after breaching it the last three days. They closed below it the last three days in a row. They rallied back to retest or run a test of the underside of that moving average. Also, what else did they run a test of? How about the most recent breakdown candle high? Where is that? Well, it's right next door. And the high happens to be 448.34. What was the high today? 448.41. Are there any accidents or coincidences in the market? And the answer is no, there aren't. If you understand how the market operates, then you're rarely surprised when it does what it does. The other thing that we can't help but notice, and we talk about it almost every night because it's that important, is the trend. So the trend is your friend until she dumps you. We know about that. We've had these pullbacks and they continue to make new highs. We just had another pullback, kind of came in on time, maybe a little bit late, if you will. They never got to the 50 period moving average and they appear, at least they've given the appearance that they're headed back up in the Northern direction. So did they put in another higher low? Well, they did up until the point in which it's breached. And it changes. From a 30,000 foot view perspective, from a conceptual perspective, the market's in an uptrend, they're making another higher low, and they've recaptured a very important spot, which we'll get back to in a few moments. From a daily chart perspective, that's all I'm looking at. Those items. That concept. I also have the full and complete understanding that that concept can change on a dime. We go with the norm, we use the 80-20 rule, we use the duck theory. If it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's a duck until 20% of the time, it turns out the duck is wearing a mask, it's an ugly duck. The duck says, high or low. The duck says, the trend is your friend, the weekly chart is in an uptrend, they're riding the 20 period moving average, and when you look at the weekly chart, From another conceptual standpoint, you had a little pullback here, a pullback here, pullbacks here, a big down week here. You had a down week here, but it doesn't do any kind of damage or alteration to the uptrend until it does. So from a weekly chart perspective, she's doing the same thing she's been doing, no change. We were expecting volatility to enter back into the market around mid-September. So we've seen some volatility enter back into the market around mid-September. We're not saying it's over, but not every day is going to be down. Not every day is going to be up. We're in for somewhat of a rodeo from where I sit. What am I thinking about to make that kind of comment? Well, we have quadruple witching options expiration and the futures contract roll. I've said it probably five days in a row. Weird stuff happens when those things are ever present. The other thing is, when you fast forward into next week, I believe we have Kabuki Theater. That's the Fed meeting, which culminates in an interest rate decision, a press conference, some commentary, all that stuff. The market waits with bated breath. It wants to know when the Fed is going to taper so they can get ready for the taper tantrum. There's also, and I believe it happens to be on the same day next week, a very important day in terms of a cycle of sorts. Cycles come in different varieties, different shapes, different sizes. Remember, it's an art form rather than a pure science. Don't be surprised if the market trades up or trades down into, let's just say, next Tuesday slash Wednesday of next week. Let's talk Turkey for a moment. We're on the 120-minute chart, and we're now focused again on the 445-14. As a refresher, it's a breakup candle low. It puts the market in no man's land. They went down and filled a gap. Now they've come back and recaptured that spot, which puts them back up in this zone This number was essentially a pivot. It's a very important number below it, and she has a tendency to fall away, staying above it, and the bulls are technically still in control of the tape. Let's check out inside the numbers. There's a method to the madness. That number is obviously going to come up inside the numbers, but a lot more is going to come up inside the numbers, and here's the crux tonight. You're going to learn stuff if you just pay attention as I go over certain aspects of this commentary. This is stuff that you're going to be able to use tomorrow, the day after, and beyond. Remember, inside the numbers is the PhD of the three-pillar approach. We have continuing education every single day in these videos. We have the foundation of how the markets work, lazy e-mini trader. And then inside the numbers is the PhD for your diehards. It's hump day. Little green on the screen overnight into the early morning session. We've had a few gap and craps recently, so that was an awareness at that point in the morning. We're talking some numbers. Yesterday, they went down and they satisfied the 443.37. That was the gap. They traded away from it rather than getting and staying below it. We know how that works. That's a bullish signal from the standpoint of the gap. We also know that if they were going to go back down and get below that gap, that was the bear case that opened the door for the big fat round number around 440. What if they try and pop them a little? Where are the resistance areas that can be showstoppers? How about 445.14? How can we forget this one? It will be the first order of business for the bulls. Remember, this is at zero dark 30 before the opening bell. If they can recapture the breakup candle low, the next order of business would be for them to run a test of 446. Anything more will be handled in real time. Listen, if you're at all interested in how the market works during the trading day from an intraday perspective, you need to pay attention to inside the numbers. Pay attention to how we had a handle on what the market was doing, what the numbers were, What the next likely move was and why it's called reading the tape let's scroll up see what else we have before nine o'clock since yesterday's lows the futures have been creating one of those bearish wedges patterns this doesn't mean they'll fall right away they can push towards the top of the channel which is around es 4455 give or take where does that put the spy over 446 Funny how that works. So already what we're saying is that if in fact they're going to rally a little bit, then 446 is on the table when you look at what they've been doing overnight and the pattern that exists on another chart that most people just either won't look at, don't know exists, or don't care either way. 930, the first trade of the day is official. Nice drop and pop on JD. We'll circle back to stocks on the move later. So they tried to rally him a little bit at the opening bell, but they couldn't get to 445.15. Not getting there is bearish. It is resistance until the point in which they're back above. It's an important number. Important numbers are both resistance and support, depending on where price is, relative to that number. There was a tighter range that developed early in the morning. So we had 433.22, which was a low and we had 445.14. In between, they're just gonna bounce back and forth in what I like to call a chop shop formation. In order for there to be opportunity on the board, they've gotta get above one or below the other. That was the layout a few minutes into the trading day. If they do break lower before the big fat round number, there was another support area, they didn't do that, but it's on the board nonetheless. You have to have your numbers, you have to know your numbers, You have to show up in uniform, ready to go. Again, 944, if they snap back up north, count on a test of 445.14 or more. So, if it looks like they're headed there, they likely are. Not all numbers are created equal at the same time. It depends on how they get to said number. Let's continue on. A few minutes later, funny how that works, here comes 445.14. Just so you get the visual, here's our five-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity, and you can see what happened. 445.14 was magnetic. They ran right up there. That's pretty much where they stopped on a dime. They got a little bit above, but you can see back and forth, back below. Took them a while. They grinded their way through it. And you'll see this later, but not being rejected counts for something. Sometimes it's not only what the market is able to achieve, but it's also what she's not able to achieve that's equally important. By the way, look where 446 is. You can see if they were to get up there here, that would have been a good short trade. There was your trade. It would have come back down, but they didn't do that. They ate time off the clock under it. What does that do? It takes it off the table. Moving along, let's see what else we have. The reaction around 445.14 is normal garden variety behavior. Now, pay attention to this. This is already less than 30 minutes into the trading day. It's important, and a recapture on the longer intraday charts would be bullish. Running a test is normal as it always seems to be. Awareness stuff. Now, let's say they get above 445.14. Again, this is still before 10 o'clock in the morning. What would happen if they blew through 446, which the writing was starting to be put up on the wall, that they were going to do that? Where would the next big-time spot be? 447.50, awareness. Back to the pictures. 447.50 is this line up here. You can see that was also overhead resistance. And remember, you'll see this also in the notes. Overhead resistance doesn't necessarily mean rejection that's a different word overhead resistance means they're going to stop going up for a while they've run into a wall the door was locked use any analogy you want to use so it may take them a while to get through it if they're not rejected they wind up hanging around for a cup of coffee eating time off the clock because why because the next destination is higher than 447.50. That's the reason they weren't rejected. They're headed to another destination. It's all part and parcel to how we read the tape. Moving along. let's see what else we have. By 10 o'clock or 10:03, they should get to 446. We're still thinking they can get there sooner than later. They didn't do that, so that short trade never happened. Let's scroll up a little bit. You can obviously pause the video, and I urge you to read the notes. And go back to the charts to double check the work. 1031, getting above 445.14 on candle closes will bring a test of 446 or higher. Forget the short now, it's too late. Traders can take a ride up to 446 as long as they're above 445.14. Exit should be in front, like 445.85, and traders can hold a trailer. What's a trailer? You're holding a piece of the position in case they go a lot higher. We're moving along, 1036 inside my head. I'm looking around the horn. Why am I angling for the markets to move higher? Because the IWM and the transports are having a decent day, and that was at the time, and they did, and they continued to do so. It's unlikely to fall apart with those characters up on the session. It can happen, but where about a probabilities business? Remember, we use the 80/20 rule. We're moving along, see what else we have. They were still trying to bust through 44514. Now here's where things get interesting. Pay attention. 11:21. The 120-minute candle closes at 11:30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Above 44514 is the beginning of a recapture. It can fail later, but if they close above They could and should pop them a little. 446, give or take, is the target. That was the first target. Now, let's do a little exercise. We're talking about the market fighting its way back to get back inside of the breakup candle low. Okay, fair enough. Now, we know this wasn't really important on a 5-minute chart, a 10-minute chart, a 30-minute chart, an hourly chart. It was really focused on the 120 and the 240 charts in this particular case. Okay. Fair enough. So the 120 chart, the candle, the first candle of today or any day closes at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So what happened as we get close to 11.30? Is there a tell? Is there a clue on the board? Now I've moved our vertical to represent 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time today. They were below it. They were below it. They were below it. And then all of a sudden, you could see what happened as we get close to the end of the hour. Here's 11.25, they pop over it. 11.30, they close above 4.45.14. Now, they didn't have to. They could have closed below it. They chose not to. I take that information to heart. There are no accidents, no coincidences. I've read this book before. I've seen that many, many times on many, many different time frames. It's a clue. It's a tell. Let's see what else we have in the notes. By 1224, traders who are long the SPY or equivalent looking for the target of 446 need to book profit in front or already have done so along the way. Nice trade. Remember, closing candles above can open the door for higher, one step at a time. 446.29 would be the gateway to higher. Let's move along, see what else we have. 12.42. Remember, the trailer was for 4.47.50 or even getting close to it. Refer back to the 11.21 post, yada, yada, yada. Getting back above that number, they can pop them, and they did pop them. There was a possible short on the board if they ran right up to 4.47.50. I decided the better price was above 4.48. Let's move along, see what else we have. One thirteen closer to 448 is a different story meaning the short trade that was mentioned in the previous post I'll take a short above 448 the stop is simple at least 15 minute candle closes above 44834 and then there's some other stuff just as a refresher what was high of day it was 44841 the problem was that they did it late in the day too late in the day To take a short trade there's no time left on the clock see here they came close they got 447.93 here i would have taken a short above 448 and taken a scalp trade down to here but they didn't do it so it was off the board they did it late in the day too late having the numbers and being able to read the tape and convey it to others is one thing Being able to take a trade because they did the thing in the manner in which and the time frame in which you needed them to do it sometimes is something else. Some days we get more than others. That's just the way it works. Let's see what else we have. I think you get the point. What I'll do is just scroll up. You can pause the video and read the notes. Go back to the charts to double check the work about stocks on the move. We had a handful of opportunities on the board. Only two hit their price objectives. We're going to take a look at them. The ones that didn't are off the board. They're no trades. We only want the stuff at our numbers, not somebody else's numbers. BEKE was one of them on the board this morning. 1659 was one. Here they came up short. The low was 1660. 1660 again. They bounce away. They come in and do the deal later. They gave the base hit both times, one penny short. They do the deal anyway and then they come into it later and do the deal. Here's the takeaway. I didn't take this trade, obviously. Here's the takeaway. The numbers work. This is one of those examples. They didn't do it in the manner in which we like. Chances are there were some front runners sitting a penny or two above with orders out in the system, and that's where they stopped. That happens. About JD, self-explanatory. Haircut at the open, Low of day in the first candle was $75 even. I think they spiked it by a couple of pennies later on. But again, the numbers work. This one was a quick rocket ride. They opened, came right into the number, and went right away from it. Gave the base hit in about four seconds. Camp IWM. Same routine as the SPY. Yesterday, they closed below this particular breakup candle low. Today, they recapture it on the upside. Same concept as the other chart. The question that we have is, are they going to put in a higher low and go up again, higher low from this one, or is this going to be a dead cap bounce and they come down again? It's quadruple witching, options, expiration week, the contract roll, weird stuff happens. But think about it like this. Through yesterday, they were down about eight days in a row. One day in the middle there, they had a slight up day, but they were down, they were down eight days from the most recent peak. Now, you don't know whether they're going to go down seven, eight, nine, ten, but the point is they're getting stretched when they're down a lot of days in a row. It's not out of the ordinary to get a dead cap bounce. Doesn't mean the chart turned bullish overnight. In fact, you still have to get above this breakdown candle high at 223.77, which puts them... Back above all the moving averages in order to turn the daily chart really back to the the trend is your friend type of scenario. Can they do it? Of course they can do it. They can gap them up on Thursday. They can gap them down on Thursday. We don't know from day to day to day exactly what's going to happen. We use the charts. We use the candlesticks. We use logic, common sense, and the 80-20 rule to figure out as much as we can. Below yesterday's low. To 1744 is on the table. What about the folks down at the transportation department? They also had an up day. So we had a relief rally, a dead cat bounce. It doesn't matter what you want to call it. everything was green today. The chart is still the same. It's just an up day. Again, you have a breakdown candle, you have a high at 14,473 in change until you get above that, and if you do, you'll go into the convergence of these moving averages, but you first have to close above that. So let's say they gap over that tomorrow and get into the moving averages. It would look like another big, nice up day, but essentially all they would be doing is running a test of the convergence of those moving averages. Until they're above those moving averages and above the 14,760, it's no dice for the transports. Now, if they close by chance the week back above 14,760, that would be a bullish signal. That's in the bull camp. That would put 15,350 on the table. Not in one bite, but it would be on the table. What about Silicon Valley people, the Q people? So they ran a test of the 20 period moving average. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. At some point, they'll want to run a test of home base or the 20 period moving average on the weekly chart but they haven't they're far away from it the trend is your friend until she dumps you so far it was just a pullback in the queues same routine as all the other markets in the xlf the financials they're sandwiched in between the 20 the 50 and 100 period moving averages that's it the numbers haven't changed the support area down here hasn't changed If they get back above the 20-period moving average and back above 38.28 on daily closes, they'll probably make a run for the highs, if not make new highs. If they did, you should know that 38.50 is also going to be overhead resistance. If they get through, they can go ahead and challenge or make new highs. So there's really two spots. You can get faked out above this breakdown candle high, but then 38.50 is right above it. That's also resistance. Just saying. Smash mouth, nothing doing in smash mouth. We've been talking about this the last several days in a row that they tried to bust out, but just because they couldn't doesn't mean they won't. They're hovering around the old highs, around the highs period, in an uptrend. There's nothing wrong. They finished on the highs today. It's bullish period, full stop.